Welcome to We'll Never Be Royals Podcast. You're your hosts, Kristen and Jules. And welcome to another episode of We'll Never Be Royal. I'm Kristen, and I have Jules with me. Hey, everyone. And we are excited for our February episode. It feels like it's been a while since we had one, even though I know it hasn't been. Uh, Lots going on in the royal world, of course. Um, But this is a special episode because we asked for your questions And you sent in um, a lot of them on Instagram. So we chose our top 10 questions to get to. And we're just going to go through them. And thank you, everybody, for sending in all your questions, because this was actually fun to read through. Um, So we're just going to get started. So someone sent in a question. Do you have a favorite royal outfit? And I'm assuming this means something that, you know, one of the royals has worn and not one that we bought and own. Um, yeah. So that was a separate question, too. But for this, I really don't have a favorite royal outfit. But I guess if I had to pick one, I would say Kate's wedding dress. Um, yeah. That's probably, you know, like the epitome of royal outfits for me. I would go with that one too if I had to pick like another one that's up there um gosh no I really did love that bird print dress that Megan wore it was Oscar de la Renta wasn't it yes uh, the the white and black one I was gonna say that would probably be my favorite Megan dress I was trying to think back if there was one other one than that but no that one's probably my favorite yeah, because I was just it was like laser different. cut bird yeah. or something. It was like totally unexpected. It was very Carrie Bradshaw, like a ballerina tutu thing. But yeah, I just thought that was a really cool dress. Um, yeah. So yeah, if I had to pick one from each, that would probably be my top. Um, but I don't. Yeah, there are so many great casual outfits, but I don't think anything, you know, in particular stands out to me as like best, you know, outfit ever. No, and that wedding dress was just, I mean, freaking unbelievable. I still. I know, it was so it. beautiful. I wish I could have seen, I did see Megan's dress in person, but I never saw Kate's. So maybe it'll be on display again sometime. We all have to see. So the other question yeah. about fashion was what replicate do you wear the most? And I would say for me, mm-hmm. it is the um, pink Seraphine maternity dress that Kate wore in the first pictures with Prince George. Um, I wear that all the time in the summer, and I'm clearly not pregnant. Yeah, anybody can wear it. And I got it, I actually think I got mine on Poshmark for like dirt cheap, like $20 or something. So you can nice. definitely find things, you know, worn because. People who are pregnant, I think, just give them away when they're done with it. The seraphine mm-hmm. items, not thinking like, oh, I can continue to wear this. And I know so many people who are not pregnant who wear seraphine. So definitely check Well, them out. there's even, like, I remember trying on that black turtleneck dress and thinking, um, I don't think I could wear this if I was pregnant. Right? It's like, it's pretty tight. It's, it's tight. Small. Like, I feel like it barely fits. <laughs> so I was 
I was like, oh, this will fit like my food baby. Yay. Yeah. No, I agree. So, <laughs> yes, that is probably my most worn because it's just, you know, like a casual comfort. It's so comfortable and stretchy and, you know, you can wear it anytime. It's not like a dressy thing that you wear and you might wear once or twice a year. So for me, that would probably be my most worn um, clothing piece in terms of accessories. Hmm. I don't it's hard to say. My most worn, my most worn is the Rothy shoes. Oh yeah, you do wear those all the time. Um, I go through them like crazy. I have three pairs, and I, I'm no joke. In the summer, that's all I wear. See, I, I mean, they're just for shoes. I know. Well, yeah, I don't. I, they didn't work. They for don't me. have much arch support. For yeah, you, which but... sucks. Um, because I wish I could have kept them. But I do wear Megan's Kamek um boots. Like every day, basically in the winter, I wear them so much that I actually bought yeah. a second pair in a different color, but they ran weirdly. Like they, yeah, they oh. were the same size, but totally too small or big. I don't remember which one it was. I had to return them and they were sold out. So I never got another one, but yeah, I love those boots and they're so comfortable. I'm going to New York tomorrow, so I will be walking around a lot. So definitely plan on wearing them then. Nice. And yeah, I love those. Um, so I guess if you're counting that as an accessory, that would be my most worn item. What about you for clothes? Yeah. For clothes, I oh, oh geez. Um, I don't know if it's one in particular or just an outfit that I go to a lot. It's just striped shirts. Yeah. Like. I that's my go-to casual outfit is usually striped shirts with jeans or with um, a pair of shorts or just and my Rothy shoes. So, <laughs> but I wear so I have the um, me and M ones uh, that Kate wore, and I I go through those quite a lot. I th- I think those are my especially during the summertime. I wear those quite a lot. So I'm going to go with that one. Oh, yeah. So the next question is, who is your current favorite British royal and who is your pick as greatest of all time? So my current favorite, I mean, Kate is probably always just, you know, my general favorite. But I would have to say that Sophie, the Countess of Wessex, is probably my current favorite. Because I just really respect the work that she does. And she works so hard and doesn't get a whole lot of attention and press. But I also think that's because she doesn't really have any drama. Um, And she just Mm kind of, you know, stays out of most stuff. Um, You know, there was some kind of situation in the 90s. That was a scandal that we don't need to talk about. But um, Yes, I love mm-hmm. Sophie, and I really like the work she's doing right now um, with women and sexual conflict, and yes, love her. And greatest of all time, I mean, I guess you have to say the queen. Yeah, I mean, are we allowed to say anything else? Yeah. I guess we're not citizens, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you basically have to say the queen there. Um, yeah. How about you for current? Current is Kate. Yeah. Obviously. I just I I was just can't get enough of 
you know, the stuff that she does. And I love the initiatives that she's taken on and uh, she's just adorable. Yes. Um, I do think that she's kind of picked up her confidence lately and it's good to see her, you know, when she's doing speeches and things like that, she doesn't seem as nervous. So I think she's definitely growing into her role more, which is nice to see. Yeah. And greatest of all time. I mean, yeah, the queen, um, if not her father, King George, right? <laughs> yeah. like, I have like Bertie, the guy from the King's Speech, no. <laughs> Colin Firth. No, um, Colin Firth. Yeah, exactly. Um, because her, I, I really admire, you know, what they did during World War II and things like that as well. So, but. Oh, sorry about that. I can hear you. Um, So the next question is, what are your favorite royal books, fiction and nonfiction? Give us a list of a few top faves. Uh, Yes. I mean, that is definitely a top favorite. (laughs) My favorite. I love, love, love that book. Um, Another good fiction series I read was by Melanie Summers. And it's like the... It's this, again, you know, it's supposed to be um, the Prince of England, but it's like Prince of, I can't remember the name of the country. It's been a few years since I read them now, but they have um, like the first book where they meet and the second one. Oh my gosh, I'm blanking on the titles. I've heard of, of these books before. Um, yeah, Melanie Summers. It's like. The Royal Treatment. The ro- oh, I my computer up. So oh, I just Googled but anyway, it. It's they're really the royal good treatment. Fiction. Thank you. See, I knew it had something to do with that. Oh, yeah. These look fun. Good. Yeah. So they're kind of like, you know, the shopaholic books. They're just a fun read. They're a quick read. Um, but I, I like those for fiction, too. So if you're looking for some good books, I also really liked um, yeah, that the American Royals. And the next so one is the title of in it? September, which is exciting. Yeah. Yes. So I like that too. It was really interesting to uh, how they did it, how they worked in, you know, America having a royal family. And it was just really cool. I, it was yes, very, we just had, very um, creative. Um, McGee, the author in Royally Goodreads book club. So if you're not in the book club, go on Facebook, search for Royally Goodreads and request to join. We'd love to have you. Um, our friend Mallory also um, helps to run the club along with myself. Um, for it is, it's really fun. It's a lot of fun. For me, I'm obsessed. Oh, sorry. And you can look at like, <laughs> yes, you can look for past lists. <laughs> no, it's okay. I was going to say, you can look back at the past list of the books that they've read yes. and you'll get some great um, ideas too. For me, I love Philippa Gregory books. I'm obsessed with Philippa Gregory. Uh, the other Berlin girl, she has a series about the yeah. War of the Roses. Um, the King's Curse is a really good one. So she has, I'm looking at my bookshelf right now. I have like seven or eight of her books lined up on the one shelf. So yeah, if you like historical (laughs) fiction, tutors, definitely read her books. Um, Another one, The Gown by Jennifer Robson, which was a royally good reads pick last year. 
Annabelle. And we oh, actually yes, had a special episode. So if you haven't listened to that episode, you can look back in our archives and listen to, uh, we have a, it was about an hour long interview with the author, which was super interesting. And it's all about the women who worked on um, Princess Elizabeth's, you know, the queen um, wedding dress. So that was just really good historical fiction. Um, nonfiction. I liked 99 Glimpses of Princess Margaret. I thought that was a super entertaining um, yes. nonfiction book. I did. Um, I don't know. There's sometimes I feel like nonfiction for Royals is just hit or miss for me. Either it's super dry or it's like gossipy. So it's hard. Exactly. Um, yeah. <laughs> like I, I, I'm not a fan of Andrew Morton, but I did like, yeah, I mean, Diana I book. think that's kind of a classic um, Royal book to have on your shelf, but yeah, I'm like, it's just, it's one of those. If you haven't read yeah. this, I, did read um so the very first royally goodreads book we had was uh andrew morton's book about megan um it had just come out at the time and it was so weird because i felt like he just goes back and forth you're not sure if he hates her or likes her and it was just kind of bizarre Um, yeah and his whole basis of writing the book was because his wife was from Southern California. Oh, yeah. Therefore, he's an expert. About that. I was like, know. for real. Like, I don't yeah. care about it. Was an, it was an interesting book, but <laughs> he, there were like these little barbed like, insults. It was just weird. Some of the comments were like, are you trying to say that she's not a yeah. nice person? And that's or what? And then there were other things yeah. where he was like really, really praised, like yeah. kind of over the top praise. So it just kind of went back and forth where you had no idea like what he actually thinks. I don't know. Yeah. Which we all know you have an opinion. Yeah. Like I found that book. Yeah. Uh, mixed review. Um, I did like Harry um, Life, Loss and Love by Katie Nichol. I thought that was a good one. And she, I like Katie Nichols yeah. on. Yeah, she's, on I read that one on audio. Um, and yeah, the, those are both good if you want, you know, kind of more modern biographies. Um, and I did, I mean, I've read a lot of just, you know, older books about different members of the world, like historical ones. Um, let's see, what is it? Uh, Wallace mm-hmm. and Love, that was good about um obviously the duchess of windsor and just their relationship i think that was that another andrew morton actually i don't remember yes it was was. i'm looking at it on my shelf now yeah i did like that one a lot um if you're interested in wallace simpson check that one out um i have so many books that i got used or whatever and i just i don't know it's going to take me years to get through all these royal books um Travels with Queen Victoria is, was actually written by Fergie, um, the Duchess of York. And that one looks super interesting. It's kind of more like a coffee table book, but it goes um, just places where she had been. And she went to Germany and went to all these places researching uh, Queen Victoria. So I'm looking, I've had that one for quite a while and I haven't read it yet. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Fergie wrote it? 
back in it was back in the 80s I think I'm like check that one out. late 80s or early 90s so yeah you can probably you might be able to find that at a library mm. if you're interested in checking that one out I got mine used on Amazon I mean it was super cheap so you can easily you know find them secondhand Uh, Which is a good thing about, I think, nonfiction for royals, because you can always get them at secondhand stores. Um, I'm lucky that I have a shop close to me that has a really large, you know, selection of royal family books. Like, they have a whole big shelf of them, so I always find something interesting there that's vintage. But, yeah, I guess that's it for royal books. Um, Our next question is, what are your thoughts on the J.P. Morgan gig? So, um, in case you're not familiar, which if you're listening to the podcast, mm. you probably are, but Harry and Meghan um, did a speech at a recent uh, J.P. Morgan event mm-hmm. in Florida. And when I first heard about it, I was mm. I was a little confused, I guess, as to <laughs> the choice of event. Yeah, Jules is a hmm in, <laughs> in the background. Uh, just because, you know, there were all these Sorry. headlines of, oh, they got paid. A million dollars or it was just like really over the top but recently I did find out that you know people are, are saying that they didn't get paid at all because it had to do with um, their charity foundation and you know had already been working with them in terms of you know um, patronages and things like that so I don't know that we'll ever really get a straight answer about that um, to be honest I don't I don't really care for, I mean, that's good for them. I don't, you know, I don't yeah. really have anything else to say about yeah. it. Um, if they earned money, they're clearly, you know, trying to become yeah. financially independent. So they need to earn money. If they didn't earn money, this, yeah, had to do with the better age then. Okay, cool. Yeah, I just think it was kind of odd that they didn't. Yeah. yeah, they didn't like release a it picture just or weird. Like, talk about it. Like, um, so I don't know. Yeah, they talked about mental health. Apparently, it was just an odd. Yeah, it was just an odd duck of a thing. All <laughs> all around. That's all I'll say. Yeah, just I mean, unless we have actual concrete information about it. Yeah, don't really know what to say about it other than good for you. Um. The next question from an anonymous reader. Why is Will suddenly so hot? Question mark, exclamation point, exclamation point. (laughs) (laughs) I really don't know who said that. JK, Jules said that. (laughs) No. Hey. No, but I'm in all seriousness, he's like come into his own. And I don't know if it's the age or just him being more mature now or what, but there's a couple times where right? I see him in pictures and I'm like, damn. Yeah, we're not really hot. Sure when this the, happened. When he... This is yeah. an often discussed um topic for us. So yeah, it was really Jolson no. and as a joke. So I could see it, but I added it to our list of questions. Um, because this is a hot topic. No pun intended. <laughs> like, I've for, like, had several people mention oh, this to so... me recently. So I know we're not the only one. He's... Yes. Okay, good. Okay, good. Because it's like, yeah, a couple times and I'll be just... 
catch him in like the deep, you know, contemplation. Yes. You know, contemplating thought. And I'm like, mm, yeah, he looks really good damn. lately. So whatever you're doing, keep well, it up. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever it is, Will. Just yeah. keep, her, keep, her fans. keep it, keep uh, it going. Our next question. <laughs> is yeah. there any update <laughs> on Duchess Catherine's charity that was about to close down? Um, so if you're not familiar, the art room was a program run by Place to Be, which Kate is um, a patron of. And she was also a patron of the art room. And so it was created to work with schools to support kids with mental health struggles and like behavior problems through art therapy and unfortunately they announced they're going to be closing due to a lack of funding so no there's really not an update there they're just closing uh, which is a shame but they had mentioned shrinking school budgets as part of the reason so they might be adding like mobile units um instead of you know having to go to work with these you know schools directly that may or may not have budget I guess um so it's a shame because you know Kate had done several engagements with them and she was an art history major so that ties into the mental health and the art with her which I'm sure was a really good fit um so yeah there's no update just unfortunately they closed so yeah. our next question is yeah. if Will and Kate's love story became a newer movie, who would play Will and Kate? So that's an interesting question. I actually never watched mm-hmm. the Lifetime movie with Will and Kate. I did watch the first Harry and Meghan one and weirdly enjoyed it. Um, I did not watch the Will and Kate one, so I don't even know who played they- them in that one. They're, I mean, they were not yeah actually that's a lie i do know people her i just remember she went to my school but i didn't know her she i think she might have done like a study abroad thing or maybe she just briefly went and left but i know she went to my university she was maybe like three or four years younger than me but i knew people who knew her and they said that she was bitchy Uh, (laughs) that's that's my inside gossip on the Will and Kate one time movie. But, well, um, yeah, I don't know who would I pick. Was it? The Will and Kate one was good. The it, it was. I mean, it wasn't like riveting, but it was decent for a lifetime movie. It was way better than the second Harry and Meghan one they okay, did, which yeah, is just a waste of your time. Don't bother. Never watched it. I mean, it was so it was so embarrassingly bad that uh. I wanted to be embarrassed for a lifetime. But, and it's, but it's, it's way like, if you're on a lifetime movie, I'm That's already true. like, my standards are fairly low. Like they're not, I'm not expecting an Oscar worthy performance, but it was like, <laughs> wow. See, I, I thought the first one was pretty that. decent, but I felt like the guy who played Harry, like the couple looked a lot yeah. like them, especially. Yeah. They so looked like, streakishly the like that makes no sense. I was, you know, immediately annoyed when I knew it wasn't. Yeah, there. and the people that they used, like, yeah, and the the people that they used were just oh, annoyingly weird and hmm. like quirky. I don't know. It, yeah, I didn't like That's it. I didn't like it. So back to the question. But back to the well. question. I guess it's hard to say because they always use kind of like no name actors in these type of things. Yeah, you well, you kind of you kind of have to like I don't know. You can't like cast, you know, 
the love story of yeah, Kate exactly. and Leonardo DiCaprio. Like, <laughs> that would be... Yeah, I hate to not answer weird. the question, but I literally um, have no idea. Sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't. Yes. <laughs> Colin Firth. Colin Firth. There you go. <laughs> that's my answer so our next question is do you have a favorite royal palace so my favorite palace which I only went to for the first time last year is the palace of Hollywood house in Edinburgh um so beautiful there and just love the scenery and it's just i know the history is super interesting makes i am a big fan of mary queen of scots so i loved that and it's just it was very different um i do love kensington palace but i have to admit i feel yeah i feel like it's kind of depressing Well, the first time I went there, they had a special exhibit and the whole palace had been taken over and it was more like an art exhibition. Like you couldn't go on the normal tour and it was really dark and creepy and they had Mm. like chairs floating from the ceiling and it was just like very avant-garde. It was actually super cool, but if you had never been there before, it, it didn't give you like any kind of good sense of, you know, the place and it was very depressing like it was just about like lost princesses and this like you know people who had died and I don't know like my husband and I left and we were like well that was depressing so I guess it was probably not my best introduction (laughs) to the palace but I mean I love going there they have a really great gift shop I mean you know there's always a chance you might see you know William coming in a helicopter like I did the one day a couple years ago but yeah, I wouldn't say it's my favorite palace um, in general. And I've never done the tour at Buckingham Palace because it's always closed when I'm traveling there. So I'm actually supposed to do it for the first time this year, which I'm super excited about. So, yes, my answer is Palace of Hollywood House. How about you? Yeah, that Hollywood, definitely. It's the most, in my opinion, the most yeah, definitely. I get the most castle feel from it. And it's just, I guess, Windsor Castle, too. Yeah. Just because of the history aspect of yeah, it. Yeah, I guess I didn't really think um, of that since it's a castle. So. But I guess we can lump them all in together. Um, yeah. Yeah, it definitely has more of, yeah. you know, a whimsical kind of feel to it. Kensington just, Palace is just kind of like an ugly yeah. brick building yeah. i mean it's not ugly but you know it's yeah. not overly beautiful yeah. but it's not it's, it's not inviting it's very yes, yeah it's very stoic so yeah that's our shared favorite so and our last question is who will be the next duke of york after andrew what will B's married title be so um beatrice her title isn't going to change um her sister eugenie is just you know princess eugenie um no change there but the title for the duke of york is actually a big we don't know so the title's given to the second son of the reigning monarch yeah. and um after andrew dies whenever that is um technically the second son would be prince harry but 
since Charles is a lot older than him, I'm guessing that Charles would also not be alive. And considering Harry's not a working royal, it seems unlikely in any case that it would be given to him. Um, so basically Prince Louis is next in line, most likely. He's so My cute. My favorite! Um, yeah, so, oh, it, so the answer is it just depends when he dies. Um, since, you know, Andrew doesn't have a son, it wouldn't go to his daughter because, you know, it goes to male heirs. Yeah. So, um, you know, maybe that might change if they issued a new law down the line. Because, you know, they changed the law with um, when Charlotte was born. So, Charlotte. yeah, mm-hmm. we just don't know at the moment um, what will happen. But everyone is basically under the assumption that at the time he dies, it will most likely, you know, the, the title goes back to the crown and then it can be given to someone, you know, when usually at a wedding is when, mm. you know, you get a dukedom. So we are assuming that. Prince Louis yeah. will probably get that um, at the time of his wedding, you know, if he gets married. If he doesn't, I don't really know when they would decide to give it to him, but Yeah. I don't I don't know. It's all yeah. It's all that royal always... stuff. <laughs> oh, it's complicated. The title. The titling. So yeah, yes. the short answer is probably Louis. The long answer. Yeah. It's a little more complicated. But it would be nice if, um, you know, the title could have been passed down and Beatrice could be Duchess of York in her own right. But I just don't know if that will happen. We'll see. Um, So we do, since our last episode, we have a wedding date. So that's exciting um, for Beatrice. May 29th, mark your calendars. Unfortunately, it's not going to be televised like her sister's was. here in the u.s it was on tlc so we're not going to be able to watch it but it's understandable given um events surrounding her father at the moment so yeah yeah, i think that's sad for her and both the girls are just really hard working and i like their charity work that they do and yeah yeah it's a shame that it's held against them but yeah, I mean, there's not going to be taxpayers paying for security for this big wedding, um, which is totally yeah. understandable. So anyway, no. we will, of course, have all yeah. of the chatter about the wedding when it gets closer. But until then, um, that's about it for this episode. And we will be on Instagram, as usual, at Never Be Royals with an S podcast. Until then, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Goodbye, everyone.